0: Welcome to Bussin', the Greenville Transit Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Predmore, and I'm also the Executive Director of Greenville Connects, an advocacy coalition working to expand resources for public transit in Greenville. If you've been following along on our podcast, you know that I've been riding with elected officials and community leaders for the last couple of seasons. This season, we're trying something new. We're still riding the bus, but the voices you will hear are the voices of Greenlink riders. We want to give you a chance to hear their transit stories directly from them. In this episode, we want to focus on the voice of one man, Devry Williams, who effectively articulates the challenges faced by many passengers using public transit in Greenville. I'll share more information regarding the Greenville transit system to provide more context to listeners. Let's start by listening to his thoughts on the current transit system.
1: Uh, I think that the Greenville uh, bus situation is, 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 is very awful. And they uh, they should uh, provide more funds to uh, service these, not service these buses, but serve the, uh, the service the people Uh, Of this city because at this point, what they're doing in Greenville is injustice uh, to their citizens here. I mean, you got bus stops with no, again, no, you know, kind of protection from the heat. You got bus stops, again, no protection, some of them without, you know, rain guards and so forth. I mean, they got to protect their elderly citizens.
0: Creating safe bus shelters is vital for protecting riders. Luckily, GreenLink received almost $6 million to improve over 300 bus stops in the next few years from the U.S. Department of Transportation. The renovations will include, depending on the needs of the bus stop, benches, lighting, shelters, and ADA access. Great job getting that funding, Greenlink. It's really going to make a huge difference. Apart from bus stop enhancements, Devery echoes a common sentiment among bus riders regarding the frequency of bus service. It's insufficient, especially for those relying on transit for work.
1: But I think that uh, in this dire situation, it just just, just can't come fast enough because people need transportation. And for those who can't afford it and don't have it, they rely on these buses. And these buses, first and foremost, should be on time. I don't know what's going on. I don't know who's playing the game. I don't know where the time is coming from. But you got a gentleman here that's going to be late for work. You know, I had somewhere to be. You know, I meant to catch the 530 bus, but now I have to wait another hour. And that's an injustice to me because I paid my money. This is not a free ride, you know. And uh, I don't know uh, what they, what the city's planning on doing about it, but I, I know you just said from my information that they uh, was getting some funds, but funds is long overdue. This bus, I noticed that it don't go down, it don't go down, it don't go all the way down Pelham Road. It don't go, uh, you know, further down way Hampton. These people that it don't go down Donaldson Road, which is where I work at. What I do is I have to catch a lift from where I live. I catch a lift. I catch the bus to Hardy's at Donaldson Road, and then from Donaldson Road, I catch a lift to my job. And I mean, I just try to uh, catch a lift to my where I'm going now. And again, like you said earlier, it was $46, and I don't have $46 just to go, you know, five miles when I can catch the bus that should be readily and available and on time. I've moved here in 2018. I've lived in Columbia for uh, several years in my life, and I know at that time Columbia buses were running every 30 minutes. They was rarely ever late. Never really had any issues other than normal uh, issues, but they never had such a uh, chaotic uh, bus system like Greenville County got. There was... Uh, People from here, they love to ask uh, and wonder, you know, what's the population difference? Is Columbia, population-wise, bigger than Greenville? Is Greenville bigger than Columbia? If Greenville is just as big as Columbia, they should have a much better bus system for their citizens here. I mean, we, we are taxpayers here. I've been living here for, since 2018. Some of the highways are awful. So if we can get and reach uh, Henry McMaster in the state of South Carolina, he definitely needs to step up the game in uh, uh, the DOT with the highways the highways bus transportation system, you know, um, it's just all-encompassing.
0: All right, let's provide some context for the comparison between Columbia and Greenville. There are differences in population size, transit budget, and fleet size. Currently, Richland County, where Columbia is situated, has an estimated population of 418,307 residents. Greenville County has around 533,834. In terms of transit budgets... Between 2019 and 2020, Columbia allocated an estimated $29.8 million, while Greenlink's projected budget for 2021 was only $7.03 million. Columbia operates 72 buses on 13 fixed routes, whereas Greenlink's 26 buses operate on 12 fixed routes. So Greenville's doing a lot with the funding it has, but it just doesn't have the same level of funding as Columbia. The best way to ensure better Greenville transit is by making your voice heard. Devery shares how he does it
1: everything uh, needs to be corrected. As a member of the NAACP, I will continue to hold these city council officials and these administrators accountable. It's all about accountability. I have to account for the things that I do. I'm a residential lawn specialist. When I go to your house and your lawn and treat your lawn, I have to account for what I'm doing rather than correct or be incorrect. And certainly I believe that this city knows city council officials standing behind the pulpit Standing behind a desk or sitting behind a desk somewhere, I absolutely think that they should be held responsible and accountable for their actions on not taking action in this city. I'm at this point outraged. The traffic—you absolutely got on the right bus today because you know what? This is the worst bus that they have. This bus never be on time, be, be on a clear day or whatever. The area that we're in is called District 25, as you may know. I don't know if it hold more people. I don't know you know, if there's more people catching buses. But I know I, I watched it on the app, and it seemed like it stopped at every stop. So that let me know that more people is coming and going from District 25. And if more people is coming and going from District 25, at least District 25 can have two buses. I understand it's got something to do, you know, with the time of day, um, 5 o'clock traffic, 6 o'clock traffic. I understand that it has something to do with time of day. But, again, uh, to make a long story short and the bottom line is that this, uh, this, 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 uh, the Greenville Green League Transit System is insufficient. It is abhorrent. It is bad. Yeah. I do like the fact that it's an efficient, it's an efficient bus. It's, 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 it's a green bus. So I don't think it's some sort of a gas guzzler or anything like that, or they're fairly new. So I do appreciate that. It's nice and cool. So I do appreciate that. And just having a chance to ride the bus. But again, just the overall concept of, you know, uh, just getting here or there, it's, 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 one of the, it's, it's, it's one of the biggest problems uh, that the city has right now. What I could appreciate is that somebody actually reached out to me the other day because I actually had a complaint. I think it was on Monday or maybe last Friday. I'm not really sure. But um, I had um, got up to go to work 5.30 in the morning, and that's really early. You know? And I catch that very first bus because I want to get to work on time. If I waited another hour to catch that next bus, then I would be late. So I'm forced to get up at 5.30 to catch the bus. The guy, gentleman came through the bus stop. The gentleman went 200, 300 feet away. So I had to run uh at least 200 feet, 300 feet to catch up to the bus, and then I called and made a complaint. But some supervisor did reach back out to me and try to resolve the situation. But I explained to them that I have had a broken back at some point in my life. I've been in several accidents, and I can't do very much running. So I explained to them that we can't have buses passing people at stops. That was my concern. They try to use this excuse, oh, well, you were wearing black clothing. Wear my skin black. So that ain't going to never make no difference use your phone to do your light no you get a light at the bus stop or a flashing light or anything you could do it's plenty of technology out there and why would you ask somebody to waste their cell phone battery on a light for a bus that you got to pay for it's a lot that we got to get done as a whole as a community as a nation as a state as a city as a county together i think everybody got a role to play in it you know i play my part i pay and um i sit back and i be really nice <laughs> so um you know, um, I just appreciate you coming to let me speak with you uh, just to get my opinion out there because, um, you know, that's what most people need. Like I said, it's good that you have uh, people on the ground like you to speak with, speak with folks because most people that speak with you are impacted people. Right now, I'm an impacted person from what happened to, to me the other day. So that's why I appreciate you again for just overall listening to me. And I appreciate listening to you as well. Thank you so much.
0: Our conversation with Devry Williams really highlighted the urgent issues surrounding public transit in Greenville County. We heard firsthand about the frustrations of late buses, limited routes, bus stops, and the impact it has on people's daily lives. It's clear that improvements are needed to make the system more efficient and accessible for everyone. But here's the thing, change doesn't happen unless we speak up. We need to keep raising our voices, sharing our stories, and demanding better transit options from our county officials, just as Devry does. It's a collective effort to create a better Greenville that prioritizes reliable and inclusive public transit. So let's keep pushing for the improvements we deserve and work together to make our community thrive. This is the voice of one rider that you heard today. Unprompted, he joins the voices of other riders asking for more buses going more places more often. Expand transit would meet a higher quality of life for him, his employers, and his family. We're going to keep riding to meet more transit riders this season. Join us next week to hear from everyday voices who use transit to get to work and back home again, and everywhere in between. Bussin', the Greenville Transit Podcast, is produced by Podcast Studio X.